This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Well, Stubby, thank you very, very much. And everybody, thank you very much for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. The first of one. <laughs> and, then, and then we go back to rain. So... Happy day to you. I hope you're having a great uh, beginning of your weekend. We are here to answer. I am here to answer your garden questions. That was a quick live edit if you didn't catch that. I'm here to answer your garden questions. Uh, Mike uh, Bass is running the boards, and Mike is not going to answer your garden questions. He's going to answer the phone. If he tries to answer your garden question, you say, Mike, Mike, and... uh, Anyway, the phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I hope you'll call right now, and and I hope if you're in an Ace Hardware store this afternoon, I hope you'll look for the manager or the owner. Either one is likely to be there. They're locally owned by your neighbors, and I hope you'll tell them thanks for sponsoring my program. Folks, if only a few of you will say that. It will make a huge difference. There are 30 of the stores around the Metroplex that, that joined together to sponsor my program. And if one person per store would say that, it would really get their attention. And that means a lot because that's how I stay on the air here. You know, if you've, if you've never done commercial radio, and I sense that most listeners haven't, then it's uh, it's all about selling ads and and having sponsors and and the Ace Hardware people are critical to that and I thank them for that and hopefully you will as well. Great people, great stores. 888-787-KLIF 888-787-5543. Call toll free right now and we'll be ready to get the program underway very shortly middle of May, and uh, that means that the next couple of weeks will be prime time to put out the imidacloprid for your uh, crepe myrtle bark scale treatment. It's a soil drench, and uh, you put it out uh, into the soil. The reason we do it now is to get it in and into the plants, and that way uh, you can... Um, uh, it uh, Imidacloprid was once thought to be a, a, a problem for honeybees, and that has been pretty much uh, proven not to be the case by the uh, by the research scientists of the universities around the country and around the world. But nonetheless, we want to get it done, and and uh, that's the most effective time is right now. Uh, you get the best control of crepe myrtle bark scale and crepe myrtle aphids if you put out the uh, imidacloprid at this time. So uh, just uh, be forewarned of that. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is blue. Barry, a two years and nine months old male terrier mix weighing 56 pounds. Blue Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, has a smooth, short red and white coat, the huge pointed ears that make him look like a big puppy, and caramel brown eyes. Blue Barry loves to play, and he's a treat to watch zooming around the yard as he runs to fetch a toy. He likes to play rough and tumble, so he'll need, he'll need to meet any dogs in the home first, so the SPCA of Texas staff can see if they'll be a good match for playmating. He uh, knows how to fetch and sit for a treat. He's a great choice for active adults. Blueberry is waiting to me. I don't know where that name came from. I have a little Chihuahua who will be my pet of the week tomorrow on on uh, WBAP, and he has blue skin, <laughs> not much hair. But Blueberry, I thought that's who this was going to be until I read it yesterday, previewed it. Blueberry is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. Please visit spca.org slash dogadopt to make an appointment to meet him. To view all the animals the SPCA of Texas has available for adoption, they invite you to visit spca.org slash findapet. That's all written together as a single word, find a pet. SPCA.org slash find a pet. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Blue Berry has already been neutered. He's been microchipped. He has had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. Bring your current dog to the shelter for a meet-and-greet before you adopt any new dog. Adoptions are available by appointment only. 
every Thursday and Saturday. Adoption counseling is done virtually, and curbside pickups are offered whenever possible so that in-person meet-and-greets can be kept to a minimum. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the teleadoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Please browse their available animals and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Again, this is Blueberry, B-A-R-R-Y. Hope you'll adopt him. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. Mueller sponsors that uh, report. And when people think of Mueller, they think about quality steel buildings. They think about durable metal roofing. But that name Mueller means so much more. It means that you'll have a product that's manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. And it means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge designing and manufacturing new products, products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to their website, MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. Mueller does mean more. That's MuellerInc.com. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. Who's there to answer your questions? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Oh, what a chipper lady. Thank you, Carrie, very much. Let's uh, go to our first call of the day. Lines are filled right now. We have three lines that we use. And as you hear one emptying, please grab it and uh, jump right in, if you will. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. First call up is Rico in Las Colinas. Rico, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. I'm... Still have your uh, Texas boot uh, garden book from probably 30 years ago, maybe. And I'm on the uh, front porch deck with uh, our adopted uh, sheltered cat, Princess Annabelle. She's coming up on 15. Super. Good deal. Well, how can I help you? I've got two uh, mature, probably 20-foot, 40-year-old crepe myrtles on each side of the front entryway and a one has uh, sprouted leaves from uh, the base of the trunk 20 feet up and the one on the left is uh, sprouted maybe five different lower branches but I uh, was just wondering if the one uh, with all the Leaf sprouting uh, was trying to survive during during the Texas freeze, and I've been pulling them off just uh, with hand up to six feet high, and was wondering if I could put a little Elmer's glue on those uh, so they don't regrow. Maybe where I tore them off. Okay, let me let me try to understand how you're describing. If I'm standing back 30 feet looking at your two crepe myrtles, do they both have lots of nice, uh, green, vigorous growth up in their canopies? Yes. All right. It's just that one is sending out sprouts up and down the stem. Correct. All all the way up. Where all right. And is are... it growing vigorously up in the top, or is it just kind of sparsely leafed out all the way up in the no, top? No, it's, uh, I would say, vigorous. All right, that's good. Let me just hear me out on what I'm about to say because crepe myrtles are all over the map this spring. Uh, there are, and, and just hear me out on this because there are people listening for the uh, details of, of the downside of, of some varieties of crepe myrtles. There are some crepe myrtles, and we're still encouraging people to watch them very closely. There are some varieties uh, such as country red and the variety Sioux, S-I-O-U-X, 
and um, uh, Tuscarora, Tuscarora was hurt badly, that are very uh, faint in their leafing. They, they have very few leaves up above, and they're sending out lots of sprouts from down below. And so those plants need may, may eventually need to be cut back close to the ground and encouraged to re-sprout with all those sprouts that are coming up. Roots are fine. It's just that they were frozen. So that's, that's the worst case scenario is that, that those, those few varieties will have to be retrained from the ground up because of the extreme cold. They, they are not as winter hardy as a lot of the other varieties. I work with crepe myrtles one or two days a week in the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. All right, so that's the worst case. Uh, there are some that are growing and, and look pretty good and, and that do have some sprouts up and down the, the stems. And you are correct in removing those um, uh, those shoots. You do not have to put Elmer's glue on them. It's not like pruning roses. All you have to do is clip them back very close to the trunk and not leave any kind of a uh, a piece of the, the twig or the branch. Um, it's when you have a little bit of that branch that it encourages more shoots to come out. If you get them cut back flush with the trunk, then that branch, that twig, will be gone. It will not sprout out again. So that's what you need to do, but you don't need to put any glue or any pruning sealant or anything else on it. All right. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Enjoy sir. the show. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, Barbara in Dallas will be coming to you next uh, with, uh, well, I'm not sure what it is. It may be a hostas or it may be brown patch in St. Augustine. I'm about to find out. I left that part of my uh, log that I keep on all my calls. I left a little blank there so I can fill it in. And, and Phil in Collinsville, sounds like a singer, with a Bradford pair or Cleveland pair question. And we're going to talk about those and see how I can help him. Uh, let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, this is kind of uh, dedicated to Rico. Rico, you need to update that 30-year-old book that you have. I have one that's better. And uh, maybe maybe I can motivate him. I think you'll find that this is so much more up-to-date. My old cowboy boot book I did in 1982 and 1991, and it was done with a good publishing house, and and it was it was uh, it was good. I was happy with it at that time. But I had committee meetings where they tried to make sure that they got the bottom uh, line as as tight as they could to make as much profit for the company as they could. I understand that, not a problem. I'm sure they had shareholders and all all of that. But that sold then, and another company picked up the rights to the book, and they're on the East Coast somewhere, and I, I don't know them at all. They never reached out particularly, and most of us who uh, went there have now left, and I left. So I decided to self-publish this book so that I could hire Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as a graphic designer, and we three did Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. 840 of my photographs that Cindy had to put into this book, a lot of text that Carolyn had to edit and fit around, and uh, these are masterful ladies. They're just wonderful to work with. I'm really happy with this book. It's the best work of my career. 344 pages, a hardback, printed in San Antonio, printed right here in Texas. 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening in the Lone Star State. It covers every county in Texas. There's a chapter two I've never had in a book before. It's a 48-page calendar of critical gardening tasks, when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow. And uh, here is the special offer that I'm continuing on for a very limited time until I can get caught up on the signing. I'm, I'm behind because the fifth printing was uh, on the presses longer than we thought. It will be $36.95 plus tax and postage, but right now it is $31.95. And uh, this is for just the next week or two. So I would really encourage you to buy it right now. It's not in stores, it's not on Amazon, and it never will be. I can save you that $5 if you order right away. And that's just because I'm a little behind on getting them signed. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 63000 sold to date, not one request for a refund. Thirty-one ninety-five, and here are the ways you can order. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It does not have the cowboy boots on the cover. Uh, you order it either from my website or by calling my office Monday through Friday. 800 752 
grow. 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. What a beautiful day it would be to go to WhizQ Stone in southeast Fort Worth, 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth to be specific, 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's a mouthful. And that's WhizQ Stone, whiz-q.com. Maybe you get the address from their website and you just copy it down. W-H-I-Z-Q.com. Phone number is 817 817- Four two nine zero eight two two. They're open Monday through Saturday. Closed on Sundays. Twenty-two acres of the most glorious, beautiful stone. Do you agree with me that you don't have a real landscape? finished until you have some stone in it no matter how small the landscape is there's room for stone and it makes it natural it makes it beautiful stone just adds that finishing touch to any great garden stone whether it's river rock whether it's decorative gravel whether it's a landscaping boulder for an accent or maybe a part of a fountain whether it's a retaining wall built out of beautiful stone or patio stone. They also have references they can give you for uh, referrals to the finest landscape contractors in North Texas. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. They buy their stone from the finest quarries around all parts of southwest of the southwestern United States and Mexico, all around. You will love this place. You'll love the people. They're outgoing. They're friendly. This is a destination place to go if you love gardening. WhizQ Stone, whiz-q.com, 817-429-0822. Let's try that address one more time. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, WhizQ Stone. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help in great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Longtime friend. Let's go back to the phone lines now, and we go to Barbara in Dallas. Barbara, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I have, I, a, I have a problem with Rhizoctonia. Uh, both I lost. Tons of my hostas to Rhizoctonia root rot, root rot several years ago mm. and did not replace them. Uh, I grew them in pots, but, you know, I thought, wait till this is gone. Well, this spring I ended up with rot again. And I figured, I thought, anyway, I've got either brown patch or big patch. I don't know which. I looked at the pictures on A&M. And I'm wondering, is this, they're all Rhizoctonia fungus. So, do I give up on my hostas? That's the question. So so you're talking about having it in your St. Augustine? It's in my St. Augustine, yes. Yeah, all right. I I am at war right now with whoever decided that they would change the name of Brown Patch to Large Patch. What is that about? I'm sorry. I don't well, understand. We're listing it both the, on the A&M site. Oh, I'm, I'm well aware. I, I'm okay. not taking it out on any particular person. Why do they have to change that? I mean, just when everybody, there are two or three of us who are pouting about this now, people who, whose names you would recognize and, and who have the respect of, of good gardeners, 
and and uh, it's just you know it's bad enough when they change scientific names of plants and diseases and things but why why change the common name it's called large patch and very few people know what we're talking about if we use that so i'm sticking with brown patch for a while i'm just okay. hard-headed that way um that one is going to be a very specific fungus that will go after turf and uh, I, I don't know if the the brown patch that goes after the large patch that goes after saint augustine may very well be the same species of rhizoc that goes after tall fescue for example but i doubt very seriously that it would be one that would attack uh, hostas there are so many well, different rhizoctonia species that i'm i'm I'd be Mine just says, my diagnosis just says Rhizoctonia SPP. Yeah, and that's exactly right. They're, these are water mold funguses. And, and you know, Barbara, what they normally do? They don't even get that specific for us. When you when you look them up on the University Plant Pathology websites, they, they may say Rhizoc and Phytophthora and, and one or two other uh, uh, genera. They they don't even get it into species, but they leave it in different genera. These things all uh, pythium. They all travel together, and and in the case of seedlings, they're called damping off. Um, I'd be surprised if it. I, I can't imagine it would be the same thing going from your Saint Augustine to your hostas. Uh, and very candidly, uh, until you called, I was not aware that there was a major problem with hostas having rhizoctonia. In Texas. It's not. Normally, normally it's if not you, a major problem. I, nobody you. ever heard of it. It's just you. <laughs> yeah, just <picking laughs> well, there on aren't you. many people in Dallas raising up. No, I know, that. but but you know, I'd be especially surprised to see it show up in in container hostas because you have good drainage in pots usually, and and uh, the the water mold funguses such as Rhizoctonia normally are in in soils that are stagnant or or at least really wet and where there's a lot of splashing water around the crowns of plants so it's a it's a tough group of diseases to deal with um if i were trying to grow hostas and wanted to have them in pots i'd probably try new potting soil and new pots and maybe a new source of my hostas and and uh, just start fresh and i'll bet you won't have that again that would be Stop all guess. of the ones i have left well i don't know how many do you have I've only well. I used to have about a hundred. Now I've got about eight or nine. Well, I don't think you. I don't think you dump those, but you you don't put them side by side. You put them over there somewhere. And okay, the older ones keep them together. Yeah, put put them over there. They're relegated to their own part of the garden, and and your new ones, your fresh ones, are over here to just to see if if you can keep them clean and kind of watch things for a little while. That would be my suggestion. I'm I'm. This is seat of the pants broadcasting right now. This is I know. Not a I'm the only one in Dallas raising up. Oh, I know. probably not. Just, I love them though. They are so. Gorgeous. They are pretty. They are pretty. You know what'll really frustrate you? My 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 really good friend, the late Ralph Pincus at North Haven, uh, on his 80th birthday, lived to be 98. On his 80th birthday, was in a tissue culture lab in China, buying hostas to bring back. He loved hostas, and when I went to see him at at a growing nursery a wholesale nursery that he had which was also retail over in the northeast side of dallas he later sold the property but anyway there he was raising hostas in what had been a gravel driveway out in full sun and doing well with it (laughs) ralph this is just not fair you can't do that and he's doing fine with it just smiled (laughs) so i don't know that i helped you any barbara but but uh i just want to encourage you because not many people try them, and and uh, I, I'm sorry that the that the, uh, the the rot is is getting to them. You know, if anything, this year would be the worst possible set of circumstances: wet and and uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I enjoyed the visit. I didn't do much for you. Well, uh, I I, ha- I could not find any answers anywhere. I, I, every time you look up something on the internet, it's about. Uh, Agricultural crops. Not no, about. let me let me tell you how to get around that. First of all, okay. you you uh, do your research by going to the American Hosta Society. Secondly, you do your research by going to the uh, uh, keywords would be first university, then plant pathology, and then the genus Hosta, and that'll take you completely out of agriculture and directly specifically to Hosta. I would I might even enter some of the big northern universities. Uh, such as uh, such as Ohio State or Purdue, 
or Wisconsin, some of the places where hostas are big, uh, big crops, big popular plants, and uh, and those plant pathology departments would have the the facts on them. Thank you so much. I really you appreciate bet. your time. Have a good day. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Let's see. One thirty. That means it's time now to tell you about Ace Hardware because Ace is the place. You knew that. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My program here is sponsored by your local Ace Hardware store, and you won't find any nicer people anywhere around. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you get everything you need. Once they've helped you check off all the items on your list, they'll give you helpful advice to get the job done right quickly and easily. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Audubon Park Songbird selections. That's five-pound bags of premium bird food. You buy one, you get one free assorted varieties from farm to feeder, fortified with vitamins for reproductive health. No corn, milo, or filler. Used with a hopper, a tube, or platform feeders. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. So you're going to be getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. They're local experts with trusted advice. You can rely on whatever it is, the project that you're doing, whether it's painting, plumbing, or whether it's gardening. There will be an Ace specialist there to help you. They'll greet you at the door. Such a concept. Who could imagine? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. The real news and information on COVID-19 and vaccinations. The CDC has come out with new guidelines on wearing masks at the top and bottom of every hour. Fully vaccinated against COVID-19, you can go outside without wearing one in most cases. 570 KLIF, KLIF KLIF.com. Neil Spray's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter, comes from my computer directly to your email every Thursday, just a little bit after uh, 6 p.m. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. There's always a featured plant of the week. There always is a featured question of the week. And you'll always find gardening this weekend where I point out things that need to be done in your landscape and in your garden in the ensuing three or four days that follow that Thursday evening press release of Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like before you sign up for it, you can always see the most recent issue of eGardens by going to my website. That's right where you do sign up for it. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on that eGardens tab, scroll down a little bit, there will be the sign-up spot, and there will be the most recent issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We've been speaking this weekend about daisies, and I introduced you to Shasta daisies. You already know them, but there are so many unusual types, beautiful white flowers. You need to try them. And then I mentioned Gloriosa daisies, the Rudbeckias that are related to Black-Eyed Susan, the wildflower. The one that I like the most is one called Goldsturm because it is really perennial, G-O-L-D-S-T-U-R-M. There are a lot of bigger, showier types that are annuals, but Goldsturm is truly perennial. Purple coneflower is beautiful and lots of new hybrids there. The original purple coneflower with its lavender flowers, oh, that's beautiful. Finally, fall asters. They've been in Texas for decades. In fact, you'll see them in old landscapes. They bloom late August and September in a delightful shade of blue with an orchid overtone. That is fall asters. Ask for them at a nursery. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments, you want something beautiful. And let me step in to suggest sunburst shutters. Plantation-style shutters with those great big louvers that look so handsome in your windows. Two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louvers. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines you see when you open them. Sunburst shutters are spectacular. They're made of polywood. And that is a proprietary man-made material. It's not wood at all. It looks like wood. And when you touch it, you'll say, oh, my goodness, the finish on that wood. And then you realize 
but that's not wood. They're color fast, white or off-white, and that color will last forever. There's nothing to fade, nothing to crack or warp or split or peel. And so they are absolutely fabulous. They're so easy to clean, and they're so easy to open and shut. You can do it with one finger. They are custom-made to any opening in your home. You'll love them. You need to see them to understand and to believe. And uh, let them come to your home and measure the windows and tell you what it would cost to have sunburst shutters made for each opening in your home. They're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com is the website. If you want to go to their showroom, they'll give you directions. It's a part of their factory. But the better way is to let them come to your home. They'll bring samples to you. That's Sunburst Shutters. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. It's a non-stop news cycle. Take off these stupid masks. This has always been all over the place and driven by politics. Cyber attack on your pipeline. Ransom in the low millions was paid. Israel. Rocket attacks. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. All right, give me a call right now, won't you please? We have a line open if you'd like to call. We'll be going in just a moment to Phil in Collinsville. But uh, you could call right now at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Visit my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you'll find that very special offer that's about to expire on uh, my book, Lone Star Gardening. It's only $31.95 plus tax and postage, and you can get it only at the website. And uh, not in stores, not on Amazon. You can call my office, but you get it at the website most easily. You can also see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. And that's a lot of the website. big part of the website is those questions. I think you'll find answers to almost anything you might have troubling you at uh, neilsperry.com. You also sign up for my free electronic newsletter that we just mentioned to you, and that's eGardens. Also, Rose Rosette Virus is discussed in full there. I just leave that archived for you. All of that and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. We're your source for those great home improvement and lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Bill, thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we go to Phil in Collinsville. Phil, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. I have your new book sitting next to the red book. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. My question is, can you put a Bradford pair and a Cleveland pair together, close together? I had thought the Cleveland pair was a better variety than the Bradford pair, so I bought it. And then I got researching, and we talked about the pairs cross-pollinating each other and becoming devil pairs with thorns and other issues. What's your expertise? Um. That will not happen in the current generation. Uh, the, the, the physical characteristics of a tree, of a plant, will not change in that generation, just as humans don't change because we marry and, and, um, and, and so forth without getting any more graphic. Um, and, and so even if that could happen, it doesn't happen. It, it can't. Um, you can put them side so by side. Ster- I would encourage you. They're sterile and they'll, still, and they'll stay sterile? I would encourage, well, I would encourage you not to plant another ornamental pear because of their very weak branch structure. There are several reasons to encourage you not to plant another ornamental pear. As beautiful as they are, I recommended them very early, but uh, early on back in the 70s. But uh, soon after that, we all found out that after about 15 years, 12 to 15 years, they begin to break um, because of that weak branch angle. Um, where, the, where the two branches come together, and there are many branches that, that congregate in the centers of the trees, um, 
they don't form strong woody branch angles like oaks do or like uh, like other trees do. They get all okay. of that bark caught and then they split and uh, it's a horrible mess. And uh, so that's why we okay. just can't recommend them. They're also subject to cotton root rot in the alkaline soils that we have. And uh, so they and they also are coming down with more and more each year fire blight. So, uh, you know, it's a moot point as to whether you could plant the second one or not. Sure, you can. It's not going to it's not going to impact the looks of the second tree at all. But you don't really want another one. Okay, so I was thinking about a service berry or a crab apple because I want to stay about twenty feet tall. Crab. I'd go with a Mexican plum. Crab apple would be a disaster because of uh, cedar apple rust. I I don't know that I've told this story very often, so you probably haven't heard it. But I bought ten beautiful crab apples forty four years ago when we moved out in the country in in uh, Collin County. And brought them home in my pickup and set them alongside the driveway. I was going to plant them uh, to line our driveway um, when we had a lot of sun along the drive. And within two weeks, they had so much rust on the leaves that it ruined the trees. They lost all their foliage. And uh, and I just had to throw them away. I couldn't take them back to the nursery that way. And so they were gone. Uh, cedar apple rust uh, is a, a disease that has two host plants the eastern red cedar junipers that are native all through our area, and apples and flowering quince and pears. There's pear apple rust also. So yet another okay. reason not to plant the pears. I'm a prophet okay. of doom today for you, Phil. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Mexican plum would be really pretty for you. White flowering redbud would be pretty. And both of those will stay at 20 feet. Okay. And anything about serviceberry? I haven't grown it, but it's a, it's a good plant. It would be fine. I haven't grown it, so I okay. don't know exactly how it's going to perform okay. for you. Okay, very good. Well, I appreciate your input. Yeah, I was enjoying the like show. A steamroller, wasn't it? <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> well, Thanks plans, for the call. Thank you. Plan scene gardening plan. You you, uh, you think that was bad? Wait till the next call here. Okay. Okay. Take care. Let's go to Paul and McKinney. Paul, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. I've got some red tips, and all of a sudden they got spots on the leaves, and some of the leaves are turning brown. Is it a is a plan of doom, or is there hope? Yeah, you're the next call. That's exactly that's <laughs> Entomosporium fungal leaf spot, and that is uh, that is a. I'm just going to call what it is, Paul. That is a fatal fungus for which we have no control. That okay. most, most diseases, most funguses on plants are in one way or another controllable with fungicides, but that one has, has eluded all uh, treatments for all the time that we've had that problem. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. And to make matters even worse, it began to attack Indian hawthorns. And if the freeze hadn't killed all the Indian hawthorns, it would have eventually, I think. So... But, I did away with old Indian hawthorns. So. Yeah, yeah, you and the freeze. But that that disease, and, and red-tip photinias are a very pretty plant. I like them a lot, but not now. I, I just can't recommend mm. them any longer. Well, yeah, these are about 20 feet tall, so they're I'm, big I'm ones. But. well aware, and, and I'll tell you, there are lots of, um, uh, we live in McKinney, and, and my wife and I travel the streets of McKinney a lot. And there are a lot of housing developments that are counting on red tip photinias for privacy and for sound deadening, and uh, they are they are losing all of that because of Entomosporium. There's a should we go ahead and just remove them? Well, yeah. What what happens is they will they will die on their own within a year or two. So it's it's up to you. If they're offering okay. you any kind of privacy right now, the the replacement plant that is best is uh, is red is um, uh, Nellie R. Stevens Holly. But they're very hard to find right now because of the cold, and okay. uh, they've been bought up. So I, I wish I had a better story to tell you. There's a there is a uh, there is a business. I'm going to keep this generic. Uh, that's just um, I don't know what direction it is because the road is bending, but just uh, uh, east or or northeast of Medical Center Drive on El Dorado, that has replaced red tips with red tips. And now the whole batch of them—they're all dying. You know, almost, mm, okay. almost, almost all yeah. of them. It's a—it's a, not I'll, at the shopping I'll center. I'll just wait just, till they die and then remove them, I guess. 
Yeah, I think I would right now because uh, because of the fact there isn't much out there in nurseries to replace them. But okay. Nellie R. Stevens Holly is the one to keep your eye on when you find okay. some nice ones. Nellie R. Stevens Holly, okay. Yeah, I appreciate that's, it. That's your best one. All right. Okay. Have a good day. I'm sorry to be so negative on things. All right. All right, I will be positive with Wade here in a minute. I think I can help him. Let me uh, tell you right now about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. And if you look at Nellie R. Stevens Holly in my book, I think you'll see a photo of, of Nellie R. Stevens in, in my landscape uh, because I have some really nice ones, and I believe the one that I chose to put in there is, is our backyard. Um, my book is uh, now the fifth printing has finished, and uh, I had a preprint offer that I put up, and uh, we heard that there would be a paper shortage. I got that bad news about two months ago, and so I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. We'll give the book to you at $31.95. It will be $36.95. And a lot of people took that offer, enough so that I got way behind on signing. I've, I've really cut into it. I signed one whole pallet of books, 672 books, uh, one day this week, and I've signed a, a bunch of others. I think I'm 430 uh, uh, waiting to be put in boxes now. Um, and I'm going home today and I'll sign for several hours tonight. Uh, but I'm still behind. And so I'm continuing this offer until I get caught up. Here is the offer. $31.95 plus tax and postage. And you can have a book that is worth a whole lot more. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. If it were, it would cost a lot more. And uh, it comes directly from my garage, which is where I'm signing, uh, to your uh, mailbox. It goes through the U.S. Postal Service, so there is that intermediate. But uh, anyway, I'd be happy to sign a book for you. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of gardening, of lawns, landscapes, uh, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, the whole works. It's all in those 11 chapters. And all of those photographs, it's a hardback on high-quality paper and printed in San Antonio. It's the best of all worlds. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. And you save that $5 if you order immediately. Two places you can get it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You can get it from my website, or you can call my office Monday through Friday. The office phone number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way to order it is at the website right now. That's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. In person, inside. In person, outside. Online, always. All of these options can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That's our pastor. Thank you, Tommy. I uh, sat alongside him at graduation for Serenity High day before yesterday, and and uh, I said we were outside at the hub, which is the youth building, and. Um, and the graduation had been set up several weeks ago before all the the uh, lightning of the restrictions and and uh, so I said so Tommy you have in the sanctuary services at uh, at nine and ten and I can't get there because I'm on the air on WBAP until ten uh, but your eleven o'clock service is here outside the hub in the in the youth facilities a wonderful covered patio area and he said yes and I said are you preaching that. Is it contemporary or traditional? And he said, oh, I do that. We just come over from the sanctuary. I said, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't get that. He said, well, my family said the same thing. And so we're going to try to get there. But then he said, if it's raining, we can't be out here because we have all kinds of electrical equipment out here. So I tell the congregation, if it's wet, 
Game's off. <laughs> My gosh, this is just, it's been so tough for pastors all over America. Bless their hearts, literally, I guess. But anyway, he is a wonderful pastor, our pastoral staff at First United Methodist Church. We love them all. So anyway, join us. Join us at, uh, at church, online or in person. Love to have you there. Baylor Scott and White Health, getbettertexas.com. have a different message to tell you about if you haven't uh, been with me for the last week or so. And uh, I just want to say once again how indebted our family is to Baylor Scott and White. It's where our daughter's life was saved in 2005. Uh, from the flesh-eating bacterium, and it doesn't get a whole lot worse than seeing your daughter in a coma for 11 days. But they knew what to do, and they did it. And, oh, that's the best. And they have they have performed some other miracles for our family, and, oh, my goodness, do we ever say thank you many, many times to Baylor Scott and White Health. Now, let me get right to the message they have for you. It's an important message from Baylor Scott and White Health. You know how I offer advice to you here on how to keep your landscape and garden healthy and thriving? Well, the same is true for humans. With the My BSW Health app, that's the name of it, My BSW Health uh, app from Baylor Scott and White Health, I can manage my health care my way so I can keep myself in tip-top shape or my version of tip-top shape. It helps me schedule appointments, get test results, message my doctors, even handle care for others in my family, all on my schedule and from wherever I am. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. It's My BSW Health. Text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. Don't thank me. Thank Baylor Scott and White Health. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. This is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community deeply, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Jen, very, very much. Let's go back to our phone lines. We have similar calls coming up here. Wade in Dallas. Wade, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello there, Neil. Uh, I've got a big, big red oak tree. I think it was supposed to be in a Shambardi oak. Yes, sir. And uh, it didn't have any acres on it last year. Now, this year... Ever end of the end of every uh, limb is dead, but it's putting out leaves from from right at the trunk. They're just as thick as they could be on on the limbs, and they run out way out there. But uh, then the, the the limbs are dead on the end. Right. Well, we're assuming that they're dead out on the ends, but we don't know that for sure. This is happening all across Texas, and it's happening to um, 5 or 10% of the red oaks. It's happening to 5 or 10% of the post oaks and the chinkapin oaks, and um, and even to some degree to live oaks. All oaks are, are doing strange things this year. And uh, I have been working very closely with the Texas Forest Service and with uh, a couple of arborists of the year from uh, that industry, uh, from the incoming chairman of the board of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association and several other nurserymen, uh, also uh, with several uh, county uh, 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 foresters around the state. Um, Wade, two, two weeks ago, I put a post up on my Facebook page and I posted a photo of a red oak that probably looks like yours. And I said, if you have, I have about a hundred thousand people on my Facebook page. I said, if you have a red oak that looks like, if you have an oak that looks like this, please let me see a photograph of it. Tell me what kind of oak it is and where you are. We're trying to determine the breadth of this problem and how many different types of oaks are involved. And I had more than 2,000 photographs posted from Aransas Pass all the way to Amarillo and all the way from Alpine out in the mountains 
to the Sabine River. So it's all over the state. And what what the Forest Service came back and said was, let's wait until June before we decide anything. Neil, please advise your people not to have any pruning work done. Advise them not to let anybody inject anything into these trees. Whatever they do, don't let anybody knocking on the door touch their trees. Stay with certified arborists. So the, the, the basic word, Wade, was just wait and see. And I've been doing that for the last two weeks since I got that word back from the Texas Forest Service. And it's amazing that they're getting better and better, most of the oaks, not all of them. I think we are going to lose some. But this, this cold spell was just so bizarre. And uh, these, these are trees that normally go through that kind of cold weather much farther north than this and survive quite well. And most of them survive quite well here. So basically all I can tell you is we don't know, but just sit tight and let's see what happens. This tree is a monstrous tree. I, I get it. I understand. I've seen and, hundreds uh, of them. And the leaves are... Just right from the trunk. I understand it. I could show you hundreds of photos yeah. that look just okay. like it. Yeah, I, I don't have any word for you. That's, that's all I can wait, do. Huh? <laughs> all we can do is wait, but don't let anybody start cutting on it or doing anything to it. Well, I'm not. We'll, we'll just wait and see. Then. Wait and see, and, and we'll resume this conversation probably in a couple of months. By then, we'll have a better handle. I'll tell you what, the, the Forest Service even went so far as to say this may not, this, these trees may not leaf out normally until next year. And that just blew me away. But these are people who work full time in trees. Yeah. And for, for them to say that, I thought, oh my gosh, that's just crazy. Huh. So that's what I. Yeah, as, as uh, I had a program director at a radio station once, uh, he said to me, Neil, you've told me more than you know. <laughs> and I just did to you, Wade. <laughs> well, thank you a bunch. You bet. I hope it helped a little. Just sit tight. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, I have only a minute, and Donna has a similar question on her pecan. Donna, if you will wait through the newscast, I have another hour. And uh, I'll try to help you with the pecan. I haven't had that many calls on pecans, and I will try to help you uh, figure out what's going on with your pecan tree. Folks, I'm here every uh, Saturday from uh, 1 to 3, and uh, I enjoy very much uh, uh, the chance to visit with you. This year has been unlike any year that I've encountered in in 50 years in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, we're just kind of groping our way through this year trying to figure out what hit us. And... uh, Yes, a lot of the plants are coming back, uh, but sparsely and slowly. It's all a matter of are you willing to wait. I'm talking about shrubs and, and, and smaller plants now, not so much the big shade trees. I think we all would be willing to wait on the shade trees, but I was out uh, uh, filling my bird feeders uh, this morning, and I noticed that, um, uh, that my American Beauty Berries were leafing out all the way up, and I had given them up for frozen to the ground. and. So I didn't need to prune them like I did, but I'm okay with it. They'll be fine. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the news. We'll continue this discussion. Take care.